It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are seconds away from hearing the daily Locked On podcast you love, but I'd like to tell you about another podcast I think you'll like. Rejecting the Screen, hosted by NBA experts Noah Kozlov and Adam Stanko, features provocative interviews with NBA stars and unique perspectives from around the game. Subscribe to Rejecting the Screen wherever you get your podcasts. What up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. Dubs lose a tough one to the Spurs last night, are 5-6 and six in their last 11, and are taking on the T-Wolves tonight. A couple players coming back, a couple players uh, sitting out. Got all that and more coming up next here on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. You are Locked On Warriors. Your daily Golden State Warriors podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, everybody? Welcome back, or welcome in, really, to Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. What's happening? Warriors lose a tough one last night to the San Antonio Spurs. It was ugly. It was ugly. That first half, oh my God, that first quarter was disgusting. And it really set a tone for the night. You could, I don't know. It's tough with the Warriors because they can have a first quarter like that and then One good quarter completely turns it around. But you could kind of tell from that first quarter, it just was not going to be their night. And they fought. They fought till the end. There's no doubt about it. They didn't give up or anything. But man, oh man, that first quarter was ugly. In the first, Steph and Clay uh, couldn't buy a shot. I mean, it was was bad. Clay came out shooting 0 for 6 in the first. And the thing is that that 0 for 6, I think those were like six of the first seven shots that the Warriors took. He was jacking. He was was out there gunning, which, I don't know, it's tough to criticize because of who they are. And by that, I mean, you know, Steph and Clay are two of the best shooters to ever live. So when they're putting them up, you, you live with it. But at a certain point, it's like, all right, maybe don't. Maybe don't shoot that sixth one after you missed your first five and, you know, where it's the sixth straight possession that you're putting one up. Uh, KD and Steph, you know, didn't shoot for the first couple minutes. And once Steph did start shooting, he went 0 for 7. KD only had, what, two shots in the first quarter? Three shots, excuse me, in the first quarter. Uh, So he wasn't great either, but he went 1 for 3. Would have liked to see... I don't know, it dispersed a little better, I guess, especially considering how it started for Clay and Steph. Steph did have a very Steph end, though, to the first, where he was 0 for 7 with 19 seconds left in the first quarter. Uh, zero points. Ends the first quarter with six points. He gets an and one with uh, 19 seconds left and then knocks down a 61-foot three at the buzzer. Which is fun. It was fun. But man, it was just ugly. It was all bad. The first quarter was all bad. Um, Or you know what? 
let me put it this way. Let me give you some some good stuff out of that first quarter. Alfonso McKinney was solid. Came in, had four four points in four minutes. And the the best part is Andrew Bogut looked good. He looked solid. He had four points. Excuse me, five points uh, with an and one, and one dunk. And it's just one of those things where he's got a certain level of basketball IQ that it's so weird that just some people have it and some people don't. And it's pretty much that simple. And he's got it. He knows where to be. He knows where to, when to roll. Some of those screens, he's just, he's a great screener. And I remember it was either... Well, I mean, it had to be like 2016 or something when uh, the article came out about him just doing all the little dirty things perfectly. And that's him. And he's still got it. Athleticism obviously isn't there. He's, you know, he's getting older, obviously, as we all do. Uh, but it's it's still good enough. Uh, Matt Steinmetz had a tweet last night that really summed it up uh, for me, in my opinion. And he said, I watched five minutes of Andrew Bogut. At the very least, he's going to be good enough. Very likely better than that. Couldn't agree more. Uh, DeRozan and Aldridge hit a couple mid-rangers over him, but that's going to happen regardless of who's defending them. That's their game. And it was good defense. It's not as if he was out of position or anything like that. You know, just two of the best mid-range shooters in the game hitting shots. And one more positive throughout the entire road trip is the bench has been playing well. I just have to make sure I get that in there. The bench has been playing well because a lot of negatives came out of this game uh, that I'm going to talk about, but there are some positives that happened also. Uh, In the second quarter, it was the same second unit we've been seeing, but Kevin Durant was in for Cousins. So it was Quinn Cook, Sean Livingston, uh, Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, and Jordan Bell. And this one didn't work out as well. I mean, Quinn was good. Quinn had a couple of nice shots. He had an ISO step back three that got the team really hyped. It was a really nice play on his part. A uh, couple couple good shots from Quinn. Clay just continued to clank. He started out 0 for 8 at least. I lost count after that. Uh, KD wasn't exactly sharp to start, but he did get it together towards the end uh, of the second quarter. Ended the first half four for eight. And the only problem with that is you kind of expect more shots out of him. Or you would have liked to see him get more shots at least. He can only do so much to get him. But you would have liked to see just a little few more, few more shots from him with how poorly the rest of the team was playing. Uh, midway through the second, Spurs go on a 10 nothing run. And they hang on to it. Add one more, hang on to it throughout the first half. Uh, they end the first half up 11. Score was 58-47. to 47. So a really ugly first half for the Warriors. And not just the Warriors, but more specifically, Steph and Clay. They went 4 for, 20, four for 22 in the first half, which is the worst combined first half of their careers. That's going to hurt. <laughs> that hurts uh, them against anyone. And one thing I mentioned uh, over the last couple podcasts was when the Warriors were getting off to good starts, a major part of that was Steph Curry was getting off to a good start. And he did not do that tonight. Neither did Clay. So it's not just on Steph, but you're going to have a lot of trouble beating anyone when those two guys go four for 22. There's no doubt about it. 
In the third, the Warriors were able to go on a run, put together some some nice moments. Steph, this was definitely his best quarter. Went four for seven from the field, three of six from three. He had 11 points. Uh, KD was three of three from the field. Clay, still not great. One of three, one of two from three. Clay was good in the fourth, but in the third, it was mostly Steph and KD. Uh, Alfonso McKinney, again, another good quarter, had four points uh, on two shots. So this is where they made a push. They ended the third, went into the fourth down four, 78 to 82. Uh, the Spurs got a pretty nice home whistle. No complaint. That's going to happen. It does happen. And you just have to live with it and adjust, and the Warriors weren't able to. Uh, going into the fourth, Clay really, I don't know, shined. This is, he had his best quarter, at least. He went four for seven from the field, three of five from three, and knocked down three straight threes. Uh, on three straight possessions, and then, you know, jacks up an ugly one on the fourth possession, which, I don't know. I understand the heat check mentality, but sometimes when you're trying to get back into a game, I don't love it. But then again, if he knocks it down, I'm going, oh, Clay's the best. So, catch 22. But they just couldn't get it together down the down the line in the fourth. KD went to a seven in the fourth. It was just ugly. It was an ugly game, and... Credit credit San Antonio. They uh, played their game, no doubt about it. And that mid-range, look, I, I know people joke about the mid-range. I don't care if it's mid-range or not. If you're making buckets, you're <laughs> that works. And so the mid-range was working. Now, if Steph or Clay had anything close to a normal night, it's a Warriors win. But bottom line is they didn't, and Spurs were able to capitalize uh, with their mid-range mastery. I don't think that's a word. But DeRozan had some great plays late. Uh, there was one on Clay where he, I don't know, does a bunch of spins in the post, and Clay's all over him and still knocks down the mid-range jumper. Uh, they're good at what they do. I'll put it that way. I'll put it that way. Going to take a quick break, come back, do a little post-game sound, and then uh, look forward to this Wolves game tonight. This is Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. But first, did you know that you can fill out a tourney bracket at DraftKings this year? That's right. DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports, has a totally free bracket with tens of thousands of dollars up for grabs. Everyone fills out a bracket during the tourney. Might as well do it on an award-winning app with tons of free prizes. For the first time ever, DraftKings is offering a bracket battle promotion with $64,000 in prizes. You know how the brackets work. Before tip-off of the first game of the tournament, just pick the winner of every game, every round. I mean, I'm look, I'm going Duke all the way. Sorry, Zion, period. That's all there is to it. And the best part is you can play free with the code DRIBBLE. You can even set up a private group for you and your friends and compete for bragging rights. Download the DraftKings app or head to DraftKings.com now. Use the code DRIBBLE to enter the Bracket Battle promotion for free and compete for your share of $64,000. That's code DRIBBLE to enter the Bracket Battle for free only at DraftKings, the game inside the game. Eligibility restrictions apply. Please see DraftKings.com for details. Is there anything more craveable than the smell of McDonald's fries? If someone's hiding an order of fries, they're never hiding it well. 
It takes one whiff to trigger a fry craving that will only be satisfied the McDonald's way. So stand up if you would like to taste the smell of a McDonald's fry right now. Did you just stand? Because if you did, then you earned yourself a trip to the McDonald's drive through for your own steamy carton of crispy golden goodness. What up, everybody? Welcome back to Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. Just finished breaking down the game between the Warriors and the Spurs. I uh, wanted to get to some of the post-game sound and post-game thoughts as far as this one's concerned. Uh, but I want to start with Andrew Bogut's very first play back with the Warriors. It started with the tip-off, which he won. And then him setting a, a nice little screen. Here it is. The rest is history, so I'm happy to see him here. Let's see what the big fella can do. So no DeMarcus Cousins, no Andre Iguodala tonight. And you already have a foul on Bogut. Jason Phillips, Trey Maddox, and get a minus Petratus blowing the whistles tonight. There it is. I just thought it was funny. You know, he wins the tip, and within the first five seconds of the game, gets an illegal screen call. Kind of weak, but, uh, you know, that's how it goes. Bogut was asked about that play post-game, just the fact that he got called for the offensive foul uh, immediately, and he said, yeah, it was definitely a welcome to the league, a... You know, we know your reputation for setting hard screens, and we see you. We see you, big fella. Um, so it was funny, but also Bogut, as I mentioned, played a good game. 19 minutes, he went 3 of 4 from the field, 7 points, 7 rebounds, uh, 1 assist, 3 fouls that he also went into. He thought two of them were eh, and the uh, that one was, was valid. So good Good start to his second stint with the Warriors. Absolutely. Uh, Steph Curry was actually asked about him, and he had he had some high praise for the, the Australian big man. Here's what Steph had to say. Were you surprised how quickly he was able to pick everything up after all the time he's missed away from you guys? This is one of the best uh, examples of uh, when you know, somebody looks great on YouTube and then they show up and look exactly like that. Talking about you folks. You look great on film. And I'll show you. And then you came and showed, uh, obviously, that type of player. So. Was that seven-hour conversation? We exactly. <laughs> <laughs> was it crazy to be playing with him again? Yeah, it was fun, man. I it was wild. Like, it's been, what, three years? And I came in transition. Uh, besides probably DJ earlier in the year, I haven't done a lot like that to somebody. And just felt like, you know, Second nature at that point, he went up and finished it, and even a little drop pass, he got the dunk, so he looks good. It's going to be a big help. Fitting for him to get an illegal screen, trying to yeah, set the screen was, for you. I think that was a little rough uh, initiation for him. He's getting it from <laughs> everywhere. It's crazy. You call a bank on your There's own. no way to treat a champ. That's no way to treat a champ, Steph says. Uh, funny stuff there. Bogut, you know, refers to the seven-hour conversation they obviously had while sitting face-to-face at dinner. Uh, it, it's just it's good to have him back and Steph's right he played well uh, he he. it's obvious he's not the same athlete he was but that's to be expected with a guy who gets older we all get older uh, but he look he's gonna be good like Steinmetz uh, tweeted out and I said earlier he's gonna be good enough uh, very likely he's gonna be better than that even so a good start for Bogut Bad game for the entire team. Uh, as I mentioned, Steph and Clay had their worst combined first half uh, 
of their careers, shooting four of 22. Ugh. But I mean, come on. Russell Westbrook does that like two out of three games. So what do I mean? Is it that bad? Uh, but Clay was asked about the defense uh, of San Antonio and Clay wasn't super complimentary. Here's what Clay had to say about San Antonio's defense and uh, the Warriors' poor shooting night. What were the Spurs doing defensive-wise that gave you guys some difficulties tonight? Absolutely nothing. We missed shots. <laughs> we out here with that, man. <laughs> oh, man, we just missed some shots. That's all it is. Shots are, that we normally hit, too. I mean, yeah, they, they're a smart, disciplined team, but it's not like we weren't getting our spots and good looks. They just didn't go in. Now, I do agree with Clay that they were just missing shots, but I do have to give the Spurs some credit as well. Like, they weren't locking them up or anything, but they were making them work harder to get to their spots, to get these good looks. And here's the deal. They still got them. They still should have made them. I mean, Clay is absolutely correct that they missed just a buttload of shots. But the fact is, that first open look wasn't there. Second one usually was. So the Spurs did a good job defensively initially. Uh, They made them work harder to get to their spots, get these good looks. But in the end, it was just the fact that the Warriors missed a ton of shots. And specifically, Clay and Steph missed a buttload of shots. Going to take one last break. Come back, look at tonight's game against the T-Wolves, and then wrap this thing up. This is Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. Support for this podcast comes from Microsoft Surface. Now more than ever, you need a laptop that can be as adaptable as you are. Introducing Microsoft Surface Laptop Go. Finally, a premium laptop at an affordable price. Starting at just $549, it's light, thin design, vibrant touchscreen, powerful processor, and built-in HD camera and mic turns any room in your home into a classroom, office, or study hall. Available in three amazing colors the whole family will love. Visit surface.com slash laptop go for more details. Support for this podcast comes from State Farm, here with good news and even better news. The good news? State Farm has new lower car insurance rates. The even better news? That means you can now get the service and convenience of a local State Farm agent at surprisingly great rates. State Farm can help you save more cash and get the good neighbor service you deserve. Just talk to your local State Farm agent or visit statefarm.com to find out how much you can save on your car insurance. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What up, everybody? Welcome back to Locked on Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. What's good? Just wrapped up that Spurs game, put a little bow on it, and toss it out. I don't know. I don't want to talk about it anymore. It was ugly. It was bad. But the good news, maybe it's good news. I don't know. They have a back-to-back tonight, a really weird tough back-to-back where they're playing San Antonio in Minnesota, but playing in San Antonio and then playing in Minnesota. That, look, I'm not a geography major or anything. Um, I don't think they're very close, though. I'll get my research team on that, and uh, we'll get back to you later in the week, let you know for sure. But that's a pretty ridiculous back-to-back. Back-to-backs are usually San Francisco to Sacramento, you know, or... Portland to Sacramento, Sacramento to L.A. Uh, As you can tell, my geography is based really on the West Coast, Uh, L.A. to L.A. (laughs) So San Antonio to 
Minnesota makes very little sense to me. Draymond feels the same way. But either way, it's happening. They're playing the T-Wolves tonight. As far as lineups go, Boogie is still out. Andre should be available with uh, the tooth extraction that he had recently. He's listed as probable. And then Sean Livingston and Jacob Evans are questionable with illness. I know it's kind of, I mean, yeah, Jacob Evans is on the injury report, okay? I just had to put it out there. Both questionable. So most likely Bogut will start again tonight. It'll be interesting to see uh, that second unit lineup with Andre back and uh, Boogie out. So I I don't know how it'll work. But on top of that, let's see how they just rebound from a tough game and on a tough back-to-back. Boogie going up against Towns will be interesting. Towns is a beast. There's no doubt about it. Josh Okogie has been a problem for the Warriors when they play the T-Wolves as well. This is a solid team, not a great team in the T-Wolves, but a, a, look, circumstances of the back-to-back and a tough loss to the Spurs last night, I don't know, could be a tough one. And on top of that, when you're just missing shots, that's that's it's almost a tough thing to fix because if it was effort, if it was you know, mental lapses, if it was stuff like that, that's easier to fix. That's easier to lock in on. But I don't know, missing open shots, how do you, the way to fix it is to make them. So I, it's, it's, uh, we'll see if it carries over basically is what I'm trying to say. But also it's tougher to fix than something physical or something just straight up mental. Uh, it, they either, the shot either goes in or it doesn't. It's about it. So we'll see how this one goes tonight, five o'clock. Everyone check it out. Uh, As far as league pass picks go for this evening, there are six games tonight. The one that jumps out at you, hey, Lakers, Bucks, but guess what? LeBron sitting out, Giannis sitting out. So we're going to pass that one. No thanks. We're good. Uh, So we're going to go with Nets and Kings, two exciting young teams. Look, the Nets are right at 500 Kings, 34 and 35. This is one of those things where... The Nets are fortunate enough to be in the Eastern Conference. Kings are unfortunate enough to be in the Western Conference. Nets will make the playoffs. Kings won't. But two young, exciting teams doing a great job with their rebuilds right now. That should be a good one. And then we'll go Pacers-Clippers also. Two teams fighting for seeding in their respective conferences. Check those out and come back tomorrow for another episode of Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. You can't climb a mountain if it's smooth. Right. You got to go over the rough spots. <laughs> Peace. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily podcast on the Golden State Warriors. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. San Jose Sharks hockey is back, and we've got you covered five days a week at Locked On Sharks. I'm Kyle Demetrius. I'm J.D. Young. I'm Eric Fowle. Together, we make sure you're never without your Sharks programming. Will the Sharks make a trade for a right winger? We got you covered. Will Eric Carlson's groin hold up for the entire season? We've got you covered.
Whatever happens with Team Teal every day, we've got you covered at Locked On Sharks five days a week on the Locked On Podcast Network. This is Josh Lloyd, the host of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast, the number one fantasy basketball podcast in the world. If you're looking for information regarding fantasy basketball, recaps of the NBA, this is the show for you. We are heading into the offseason and starting to get ready for the 2020-2021 fantasy season. We'll have all the information on what happens through the rest of the playoffs, free agency, the NBA draft, and then heading into a big 2021 season. So make sure you're checking out the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast.